This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. PJ, I feel like most of the the art of betting on futures is getting the timing right because that is the ticket. It's almost like the stock market. Like you want to buy something where it still hasn't reached its peak. And you don't want to buy a stock when it's at the tippity tippy top and you are paying the most when you could have gotten it way before it made its ascent to the price that it's at now. But the tough part is knowing which direction that stock will go. You know, that's the the risk that you are taking when you're playing the stock market and also when you are betting on some of these futures. So do you think this is the time to bet on any of these futures because time is running out. I will say most of the value is probably gone in most of these markets. We are seeing very short numbers because the field has shortened dramatically. Do you think you can make still make a case for betting on some of these futures this late in the season? I think so. I think for baseball more so, I would lean towards betting team futures than I would towards individual. I feel like with a month left to go in the season, we kind of have a pretty good idea of like who the races are coming down to. And like you said, I mean, at at this point, you've kind of missed the boat, right? Obviously, the AL MVP, Otani's going to win that, no question. NL MVP, I mean, we got a really close race between Acuna and Mookie. AL Cy Young looks like it's probably going to be Garrett Cole, but if the Mariners keep winning and Luis Castillo keeps pitching really, really well, maybe he can slide up there. And then obviously the NL Cy Young, I mean, between Snell Strider and Gallon, like that's a really, really good race. So there are some markets that are closer than others, but like at the same time, Chelsea, I mean, the numbers that you could have gotten on Snell or Gallon at one point in the season, like, You know, the way I am with betting, like, sure, there are certain points in the season, like, I feel like you can still bet on players or teams, but at at certain points, it's almost like I don't even want to bet it anymore because I just know, like, the price that I could have had, right? Like, on the Orioles, you could have gotten, like, a 50-1 to on them to win the AL East. Like, why would I want to bet them at, like, plus 110, like, three weeks ago? You know what I mean? Like, sure, it's still plus money. And, like, if you think they're going to win it, like, if you want to tell yourself that, go for it. Me personally, though, knowing that that was a 50-1 to ticket at one point, like, I just couldn't bet that. So that's kind of the way I am with futures. Like, if I miss the boat on something, I probably am not going to bet it um, unless I see value or I see that maybe this might be a time to back a player or back a team. Right. It's like going to the store and you spent a whole bunch of money on, say, like a designer purse or like a suitcase or something. And then you walk into Nordstrom Rack or TJ Maxx or Marshalls and you see that same purse 
on sale for 70% off. And you're like, wow, I could have had that suitcase or that purse. It's 70% off and I'm the idiot that paid full price. That's what it kind of feels like at this point in the season. Personally, I like playing futures when I can play uh, either multiple plays or you have the opportunity to hedge your bet later in the season. So like if something's, you know, more than three or four to one, there is a chance that you can like play other sides and maybe get yourself some like guaranteed money. At this point in the season, it's tough to find those. But we do have a few things that you can still bet on that uh, there are plus money options. Of course, you have the World Series, you have the National League, and you have the American League. But you also have a few divisional races that are still um, kind of open. I think the American League West is the one that kind of everybody is talking about because it's the Astros, the Mariners, and the Rangers. The Astros are the favorites over a bet MGM plus 150, Mariners plus 165, despite leading the AL West currently. And then you have the Rangers at plus 210. So currently we have uh, it's the, the Mariners who are leading the AL West with a one-game lead over the Rangers and the Astros. So, PJ, is there a bet here that is worth making? You know what's so funny? This is like this is the perfect example of what we were just talking about. Like, I truly think the mm-hmm. Mariners are going to win this division. I really do. But I'm not going to bet them at plus 165. Chelsea, they were like 15 to 1, 20 to 1, like two and a half weeks ago, right? So it's like, why would I want to bet plus 165 on Seattle, especially when they got to go head-to-head with a team like Houston. Like, if anything, right now, the bet to make in this division, I think, has to be Texas. Just because they went all-in at the trade deadline, you would hope that this is their, like, this is their slide, right? Mm 162-game season, there are going to be some ups and downs. Maybe Texas has gotten their, their low point behind them. Maybe their start going to start turning into the team that we've seen most of the year but this division is like the perfect example of what we were talking about Seattle you've missed the boat on them and even if you think that they're going to win the ALS like I do I just I can't justify a bet on them even though it's plus money like knowing what the price once was I just I I can't see myself making a bet I think it's either got to be on Houston or it's got to be on Texas if you're betting Houston it's because they're the Astros They've been there time and time and again. That has been the team to beat in this division for the last five or six years. And the fact you're getting them at plus 150 with a month to go, they still have to play Texas. They still have to play Seattle a couple times. Like, that would probably be the bet I would make. And then Texas, for the reasons I was just saying, they were minus money for almost the entire summer. Now you're getting them at a little better than 2-1. to So, it's funny how, how betting works, Chelsea, and how the futures market works, because the team that I actually think is going to win the division is the one that I wouldn't make the bet on. Right, because it's all price dependent. It's exactly. the same as when you go shopping. Yep. A lot of it, for most of us, depends on the price. And speaking of like kissing goodbye bets that you could have made, Look at the Dodgers in the NL West. What was it, a month ago? That was actually a race. And all of a sudden, you look up and the Dodgers have a 13-game lead over the Giants and the Diamondbacks. At one point, you could get them pretty close to even money to win that division. But boy, has it been a bit rough stretch for the Diamondbacks and an amazing one for the LA Dodgers. And uh, speaking of Dodgers, we have a Dodger that... For one day and one day only, 
was the favorite to win the MVP. For a quick minute, Mookie Betts took over the favorite um, distinction in the National League over Ronald Acuna Jr. And he had a stretch there where he was tearing the cover off the ball. I think it was like this past weekend, him and Freddie Freeman absolutely went off. Uh, if you look at Mookie Betts over his last seven games, I believe he's hitting close to 600. Uh, he's been uh, putting up the stolen bases as well, but I still feel like nobody is gonna touch Ronald Acuna Jr. The numbers that he's putting up this season are going to be historical. Because we knew the rule changes would give the the extra push to guys that could steal bases because, you know, uh, the, the pitch clock and bases being bigger. And we've seen that with Ronald Acuna Jr., who now has taken back over that favorite distinction at minus 150. Do you think there is a race here or do you think it is squarely Ronald Acuna Jr. that is going to be the MVP in the National League? I think there's a race, and it's incredible that Mookie's honestly got it to this point because what Acuna has done for really the entire year, the the average, the power, the stolen bases, like what he's done obviously being the catalyst for this historic Braves offense that we're seeing, you just really thought it would be tough for somebody to catch him. And what's funny, Chelsea, is we all thought, like, if somebody were, it would be the other Dodger, right? Like, we thought it'd be Freddie Freeman for the longest time, and now Mookie's just on another level. I think the case you can make for Mookie, too, obviously the stats are one thing. He's had to transition from being an outfielder to a second baseman. Like, how many people can you remember doing that? You know what I mean? I mean, like, being an outfielder to an infielder, especially second base, where you have to turn double plays, you have to move all over with kind of the, the mini shifts now. Obviously, you're not allowed to move as much as you once were. But making that adjustment, like people I think on the outside maybe think second base is the easiest position because it's a short throw to first base. I can promise you second base is not easy, especially when you have to transition from being an outfielder. So I think that is really being overlooked in all this, especially when we talk about somebody who is so valuable and the way that Dave Roberts has been able to plug him in at second so he can play other guys into the outfield. I think that isn't being talked about enough. I think that's where Mookie's real value is, aside from the average, aside from the home runs and all that, and obviously the RBIs, what he's done from the leadoff spot, what both of these guys have done. I think that's really where maybe the case for Mookie is, is defensively how much of a value he has been to the Dodgers. I still think Akun is the MVP at this point. But Chelsea, I think with the month to go, this is going to be one of those races where, you know, you talk to me on Thursday and Mookie might be the favorite. You talk to me on Saturday, Acuna might be the favorite again. And what makes this fun is these two teams play this weekend, come upcoming, right? We get the Dodgers uh, home against the Braves. And who knows, when they go head-to-head, -head, right, like – those might be the kind of games if like Mookie has a two home run game, if Acuna has a two home run game, we might look back at like when they went head to head against one another, who kind of stood out to us the most. Um, so I, I can't wait for Braves Dodgers this weekend. Like that series is going to be huge maybe for the MVP race. I still think it's going to be Ronald Acuna Jr. because you cannot talk about leadoff guys without mentioning stolen bases. And right now, Ronald Acuna Jr. is putting up massive numbers uh, as a base stealer. 61 stolen bags this, this year. That is 21 more than the next person in the National League. Corbin Carroll has 40. And also, 
Ronald Cunha Jr. gets the luxury of padding his stats for the next, what, couple of games in Colorado. So you're playing at altitude. You're going to get some home runs. You're going to get some hits against that terrible Rocky staff. So I don't think this is a bet that I'm going to make at minus 150. But I do think Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to take the case, especially how potent this Braves lineup has been at the start of games. From the betting standpoint, we all know Braves in the first five has been a wagon. So I think if you watch the games, you know Ronald Acuna Jr. is a big part of why the Braves have jumped out to all of these early leads. So my money would still be on Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Atlanta Braves, even though Mookie Betts is having an incredible season too and actually has more home runs than Ronald Acuna Jr. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.